where you and I can connect. It's a show that embraces a 360-degree look at womanhood. It's our voice, our perspective. It's what we care about, and it's how we feel. Empowerment through conversation is what it is. This is Full Circle. Welcome to another edition of Full Circle. I am your host, Miss Wanda. I have got two phenomenal women in the studio who are doing big things in the industry of wine and food and helping you know where the best food and black wines are, not just in California, but throughout the world. So without further ado, let me go ahead and introduce my two guests to you. I would first like to introduce Vishari Williams. Now, she is the chief content creator. She is the editor of the country's first multicultural food, wine, and travel magazine. It's called Cuisine Noir. It launched in 2009, and it focuses on bringing reader stories from across the African diaspora. She has interviewed some of the most talented chefs across the country, as well as celebrities like Chef Carla Hall and Dr. Maya Angelou and Grace Hightower De Niro, Dr. Jessica B. Harris, Charlie Wilson, and so many more. Cuisine Noir is read by foodies around the world and will look to reintroduce a global print issue later this spring or summer. Now, Vishari currently lives in Oakland, and she enjoys trying new restaurants and wines, cooking, gardening, traveling, hiking, relaxing on the beach. Same here, girl. (laughs) And food and travel photography. But, you know, just the fact that we have this groundbreaking work, and it was created by a sister. I'm so excited to dig into conversation about that. I also want to introduce my other guest to you, uh, Miss Cynthia Brooks. Cynthia has been a Sacramento resident for almost 25 years, and she is the founder of Soul Force Enterprises, where she has founded the Artisan Poor, a concierge service to support socially conscious wine drinkers to connect with black winemakers and vendors. We're going to talk wine, food, travel, culture today. So make sure that you stay tuned throughout the whole episode because this is information you don't want to miss. You can also find out how you can get involved or, uh, you know, find some of those wineries in your area or around the world that you may want to visit so we can support our black wineries, food establishments, travel to some of the best places, and just enjoy life. You know, they say living your best life. We really are in a time where we're living our best life. So we're going to go ahead and start the conversation. Welcome, ladies. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, you, Miss Wanda. I am so excited to have you here. Um, You know, Cynthia, we met uh, uh, last year and, you know, you were telling me about the artisan pour and about these black wines and we even tasted some and I was just blown away. That, you know, I had heard about brown, right? Mm-hmm. But other than that, I'd heard about a few, maybe in like the San Luis Obispo area. I think maybe one. Right, Raymond. Yeah, Raymond. Mm-hmm. And um, I and I hadn't known a lot. 
So I was glad to meet you. Then I went to this amazing event called In the Black, where V. Cherie was there on a panel. And, um, you know, your host was on just recently. Venice, yes. Miss Venice. And, um, you know, it was really refreshing to hear just kind of a little bit about your story and where you're going in your business. So before we go there, I like to always just introduce the family introduce you to the family so um whoever would like to start just tell us a little bit about you about your background and who are you thank you miss wanda it is a pleasure to be here thank you thank you i you know i am cynthia i you know i would say i'm um i'm a wine enthusiast i'm not an expert so i'll be here by any means but more importantly community activist uh social entrepreneur you know uh, entrepreneur, I I love to bring education and knowledge mm-hmm. to my community. Um, they know me now here in Sacramento, the Black Wine Lady. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you from? I am originally from Yuma, Arizona. Actually, oh. yeah. Oh. So okay. I'm an implant. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so from Yuma, Arizona, by way of Tennessee, and back in here to Sacramento, and Sac has been good to me. Mm-hmm. I've Got have a wonderful career mm-hmm. in nonprofit sector. Uh, I'm actually looking at my second chapter. Okay, and so this is kind of my launch into that. I wanted to be able to connect. I, I Soul, Soul Force Enterprise is a a concept, a business actually that will connect idea developer, uh, create collaborations, partnerships. That's very important. I think. Many of our agencies or companies, we may not have all those resources to be where we want to be, but we can find like-minded folk to where we can work together to get there, right? Okay. So that's kind of who I am in a nutshell. Okay. Spicy. Okay. (laughs) All right. I'm I'm with the the spiciness. And you you said you've worked in in the nonprofit sector. That's That's when my career has been for, gosh, over 20 years in the nonprofit sector. Yeah. So actually, you know, programming and and being a creative, strategic thinker, project mm-hmm. management, that's the core of who I am. Okay. So that's why I think about I need to make this connection between the people on the ground, these winemakers, these chefs, uh, the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. So that's where I want to use my resources and my talents and abilities to taken to my second chapter. Okay, second chapter. Second chapter. I like that. <laughs> what defines the second chapter? I'm, I'm just curious. Well, I, I'd say the second chapter is once I go to the plantation for the number of years necessary, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, what am I going to do afterwards? Because I'm okay. not a person that's going to sit down mm-hmm. and be still. I, I'm here because of things that experiences and who, what those gifts and talents that God has imparted to me. Mm-hmm. And so I want to utilize them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, you know, kind of how I got to be involved in this black wine community mm-hmm. is 14 years ago, I was in Napa for a weekend and came across the event. The African American Vintners? Yes, they were at okay. the Copia. Yep. Hold, yep. hold that thought. So I'm hold gonna, that I'm thought. Not gonna go that no, right. hold that thought because I do want to kind of unfold to Thank that. Thank you. Okay. I do want to unfold gotcha. to that. So gotcha. let's move over to Miss yes. B. Cherie. <laughs> Which is a good segment into what they're doing today. So right. We'll bring you up right. On that. Well, good morning. Good morning. It's a pleasure to be here and to meet. Um, reconnect yes. and to meet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm Cherie Williams. Um, um, 
publisher, editor of Cuisine Noir. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, Ms. Wander, we're the first magazine to really bring bridge that connection with the African diaspora on food, wine, and travel. Um, so it's been a, a love passion for the last 10 years. We celebrated 10 years uh, last September. Um, and I was saying that the magazine does have Sacramento roots because it was founded by, um, and everyone probably on the radio station knows, Chef Richard Purnell, who's yeah. here in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had a vision of just really... Um, promoting black chefs that weren't being promoted in your mainstream publications. And so we had connected in 2007 to really look at how to take that to the next level. And so, you know, over the years, at first it started off as food. And then I said, you know what, let's do food, let's do wine, let's do travel, because they all go together, right? Right. Some of the things you think about at a destination is what am I going to eat? Right. That's one of the first things, you know, and so it, it was just, just a natural fit. Mm-hmm. And so we've definitely over the years really have made that our mission um, because, you know, you, you just love being black. Right. And, you know, our contributions that we've made to this industry for years and years and the influence that we have, not just on hair or clothing, but also we know about the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking the other day of, you know, what we are really documenting history because sometimes, we, well, not sometimes, but we didn't know a lot of the history growing up in mm-hmm. the schools mm-hmm. and things. And yeah. so we're now starting to uncover and make sure that that is formally uh, documented. We're getting a phone call. All right. Let's take it. 97.5, hello. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, ladies. How are y'all doing? I am taking a trip to Tampa, Florida next month. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about food, wine, and travel. Can and you hold on one second, like, caller? Caller, sorry, sure. one second. We got a little headphone situation going on. All oh, right. No, 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 you're fine. You're fine. We want to make sure that our... Turn that over. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Can you start over? Thank you so much for calling. Go ahead. Yes, I am turning 50 next month, and I'm going to Tampa for my 50th birthday. And my main question is, what am I going to eat? Just like the young lady said. Okay. All right. So I need some help, <laughs> some suggestions. I know there's some black down there. So <laughs> Definitely is. And I will say, you know, it was morning and I can't think off the top of my head, but let's get your information because I promise you I will follow up because I tell people all the time, give me a minute because I know some people. And I, so okay. I know uh, we can get you connected down there for sure. Okay, wonderful. Thank you very so, much. So we'll make sure that, um, however, Miss Wanda, we want to yeah. get her information yeah. um, so I can connect with you. I don't want you to say it on the air, but what I want you to do is go ahead and send me a quick email at fullcircle975 at gmail. Okay. And then what we'll, we'll connect that we'll way. Sure I don't that want you to say your personal you. information on sure. the air. Everybody be hitting you up, girl. Talking about, girl, where's the party at? Because <laughs> you turn it 50. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations. Yes. Thank a- you. Absolutely. And could you also tell me the name of the um, magazine again? Because I couldn't hear it very clearly. Sure. It's Cuisine. So C-U-I-S-I-N-E and then Noir. N-O-I-R. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can go straight there online and you'll see it. Yes, I will. So you ladies continue to have a wonderful day. I'm on my way to work. All I'm right. so glad I got my question answered because I'm sitting here like, I got 15 more minutes to get to work, lady. So thank you. Have a wonderful weekend and God bless you. Thank you, you too. You Look too. forward to connecting. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> 
that's awesome and that's really what it's all about mm-hmm. right it's yeah. connecting us family right, right. with that food family the travel that yes. just the whole thing I want to just go back a little bit I want to know a little bit more about you Miss Miss V Cherie okay. and do I do I call you Cherie or Cherie v? is okay. fine yeah Cherie so who where are you from you're from the bay no I'm not so it's an interesting story so I'm actually from I'm outside Chicago born okay. and raised okay I went to school in Illinois came out here um, for an internship in advertising mm-hmm. um, I had a choice between you know I had big dreams of New York because I was a dancer too okay so um, I wanted to go to New York to do my advertising industry um, advertising internship and they said I don't have um, New York I have Columbus, Ohio, and I got California. I said, okay, well, I've never been to California before. so And all I thought in my head was L.A. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to run to these snooty people. And, uh, but I was like, okay, let's go to California. Right. And changed my life. Wow. Changed my life. And so I came back, graduated from school, and I said, Mom, Dad, I'm moving to California. Okay. And they thought I was crazy, but I did it. Uh-huh. <laughs> came out here with no job but a dream. Yeah. Did you come to the Bay Area? I came to the Bay Area. Okay. Um, and this was in 98. Uh-huh. And, you know, that's before things really got crazy. Uh-huh. Um, and so I just, you know, at that time was just very ambitious. And I just knew I, was, I had a little bit of savings. I found my place in Concord about the day before mm-hmm. I was supposed to go back. And my parents drive cross country to move me here. Uh-huh. Thank God. I don't think Annie's living anymore, but she gave me a chance uh-huh. um, in Concord with no job. And I moved back. And so my background is um, advertising marketing. And so I've worked for like Safeway, Visa, uh, Macy's, and so. But I've always been a writer at heart. Mm-hmm. In fifth grade, I was always we had a Miss Delaney. We had a creative uh, writing teacher, and I would write. And so that's what I did. I would just been writing since the fifth grade. And when I was at Safeway, we just kicked off, or they had just kicked off the Safeway Club Card. So I was mm-hmm. doing promotions, and I was writing internal communications and things like that. So my writing just really started to come into play. Mm-hmm. And then um, I started to get into PR and different things. And so when I met uh, Chef Pinnell, it was just really good timing because I really wanted to launch my freelance journalism career. Mm-hmm. And so it was just all good timing. But, you know, it's like, what am I going to write about? And so when he presented this opportunity, it was like, Charlie Brown. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. it. So. so your background is in advertising and marketing. I just want to point out a couple of things to the family because what you said was really important. You followed a, a, a path that you you were going to a place that you really didn't know anything about. So that to me talks about stepping out on faith. Yes. Right. Well, Columbus or California. I mean, no offense to the people in Columbus, Ohio, <laughs> but I choose California. Too, right. 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 But you 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 came out here, didn't know anything about it to come and, and be open to this internship. Right. Which ultimately made you a Californian in the end. But if you hadn't been open to being somewhere else, you had your eyes set on New York. I did. And when that didn't come to fruition, instead of giving it up and saying, well, I'm not going to go anywhere, you decided to take a chance. And I think that that speaks to, you know, all of us in it may not look the way you want it to look. That's right. But you still have to go after that opportunity. It's still in line with what you want to do because you never know what the outcome will be or what the end result will be. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) man. And then the other thing I wanted to talk to you about real quick or ask was 
You said you're a writer at heart. You've been writing for a long time. And I know there's a lot of people out there, and I've spoken to them, and I am actually one of them, mm-hmm. where I was a creative like that as a child mm-hmm. and in most of my like younger adult years, mm-hmm. but I've kind of lost that writing. But writing was something that I really loved. How do you ever have times where you have any type of like block or where I'm just not feeling it? All and how time. do you get through that? All the time. And that's one of the things we probably will talk about with the self-care because mm-hmm. when you're running a business you know I'm not only do I have the publisher hat in terms of the revenue model for the business but I have the editor hat of what are we going to be talking about and then I like to do some writing as well mm-hmm. so I got to the point where I just was working 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 and not really focusing and being strategic mm-hmm. and just ran into a wall yeah and so I would say over the last three years, I've been trying to slowly pull my pull my head out of the wall and uh-huh. walk back. And so that's why I said 20, the new decade is all about self-care as yes. I move forward. So you do. Um, and so I'm trying to make sure that like last night I went to the movies. Mm-hmm. I took a break. I went to the movies. I'm trying yes. to just really, again, it's about that self-care of making sure that you know you have to write this story. Yeah. So just make sure you can clear what you have, whatever you need to clear out yeah. so you can do that. Yeah. Yeah, we are going to dig more into that in just a moment. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, This is Full Circle. If you're just joining us, family, you do not want to miss another minute of this episode. I've got Cherie Williams, who is, I want to make sure I say it right, the editor in chief founder Not creator the founder. okay i've always remained that for chef Anel, but okay. i would say the the owner publisher the owner and publisher mm-hmm. of cuisine noir and family you can find them online at cuisinenoirmag.com that's c u i s i n e n o i r mag.com so you can get all of your information there also here with Cynthia Brooks founder of the artisan poor and we are going to dig more into food wine culture and family and just taking care of ourselves as business women entrepreneurs and just people so keep it right here we will be right back this is full circle keep it right here we'll be right back like what you hear drop us a line at full circle 975 at gmail.com empowering women through conversation this is what she does she is Miss Wanda, and this is Full Circle. This is Full Circle. I'm your host, Miss Wanda, and we are having a wonderful conversation with my guest, Cherie Williams, owner and publisher of Cuisine Noir Magazine, which, family, I'm going to tell you, if you haven't checked out Cuisine Noir, then uh, you are missing out. So we're going to tell you how you can find out all the good info. Shout out to the caller that called in the last segment, wanting to get information about where to go eat when she has her 50th birthday destination party. That's what it's all about right it is about finding out where we can just you know living our best life in all areas so um, I'm, I'm talking with Cherie Williams I'm also talking to Cynthia Brooks she is the founder of the artisan poor and I like your your catchphrase um, or your tagline, Cynthia. Tap into the culture of wine. Tap the artist and pour you. So so clever with that. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I want to go to Cuisine Noir magazine and um, talk about a little bit more. You introduced it in the first segment, but I want to go a little bit deeper and let our listeners know what they can expect when they go visit the website or the the platform online mm-hmm. to look at the magazine. Awesome. So they're going to find you know, stories that are untold. We love sharing the celebrity stories, but we also love those hometown heroes or just people that are, what did they say? Everyday people doing extraordinary things, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so there's so many great articles. We just um, 
you know, there's a young lady, her story that is currently up there, Sarah, who was um, born in Sudan because her parents escaped from Ethiopia during the, the war and a family sponsored her to come to Virginia and just her story um, and how she got into food. So there's that story. Uh, the cooking story with Butter and Brown that started online with Issa Rae's YouTube channel and now they have a great show on TV One. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about um, just wine. Who's doing what in the wine industry? Also, we were uh, the first to publish and uh, as much as we can, I still have wineries to add, the first directory around black wineries, where you can find them around the world. And like I said, I still have more to um, publish or to add because there's more coming up all the time. And mm-hmm. we've seen this over the last 10 years, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. So just great stories. Who's doing what? Where to go? You know, from your... Uh, and then they're always, like you said, going back to you said about faith. Everyone who started off and they just followed their faith and their passion to open a business, whether it's a restaurant or starting a wine, um, doing going into winemaking, traveling, whatever the case may be. So mm-hmm. those are the stories that we love to tell. So family, again, if you want to visit right now, you can go. It's CuisineNoirMag.com and you can find all kinds of good information. I'm looking at it right now. There are a variety of topics that are mentioned um, that are, you know, they have feature articles around. There's even recipes, family. There is recipes. If you're looking to find out how to make things like, ooh, quinoa tacos mm. quinoa paella that's just because i'm on the the whole like not eating meat kick right now but there's so much other stuff here southern sweet potato pot nana's banana bread so family there are recipes out here for you there's also events and then there's the blogs that um feature different um items as well so there is a plethora of information on the site cuisinoirmag.com where you can find all your information Cherie, as a black woman publisher, what is the how has the publishing world been for you as a black woman? Like, is there any obstacles? Are there is there anything that um, you thought might have been a hurdle that you've overcome? Like, I'm just when I think publishing, right. you know, obviously we don't, you know, there aren't right. very many black publishers. At, well, actually, there aren't as many, right? But you know, I'm thinking online magazine and the content that you cover. Right. Were there any obstacles that you've encountered throughout your journey? Definitely, and still overcoming. Uh-huh. Um, so when, you know, Pinnell had came to me, um, he had a print um, product in mind. And, I, and at this time, I was in grad school, and I was like, you know what? The web is about to hit. Mm. And so I said, let's do something online first and then segue into print. And that's exactly what we did. And so when we launched in 2007, um, it was great. Now, one, going back to some of the challenges, it still exists for all of us because I keep uh, uh, what's going on with Black Enterprise Essence. Mm-hmm. You know, we know what happened with Ebony and Jet. Yeah. Um, and the problem is that one for me, I'll speak for me, is that I'm new and the industry is really about uh, quantity versus quality. And I'm saying the other ones are not quality because we know they are, Mm -hmm. right? But when I say quantity, meaning I don't have the years that Essence has or Black Enterprise because they're 40, what, 30 years or so ahead of me. So they've got the reach. They've built that reach. I can't compete with Essence that has almost a million subscribers or Mm -hmm. that gets their magazine. Mm -hmm. And so what what that says is when advertisers um, are looking at that, they want that reach. Yeah. And I can't provide okay. that right now. Okay. So even though I have something that is really tailored toward these subject matters, mm-hmm. it's like, you're nice, but you're not big enough. Mm. So I'm having to mm. overcome that. Mm. And so, um, 
And that was when I launched, went into print in 2011. You know, I was still naive and just thinking we have a quality product, what we're talking about. And that was the challenges that I faced. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of times, too, some of the challenges, and it's not just me, because someone wrote an article on this. It was was a young man. I think he has like a fashion magazine, a black, uh, black. You know, he talked about some of the decision makers at the companies don't look like us. So Mm -hmm. they don't necessarily understand the importance of lumping. You can't lump people of color into general marketing because people of color want to see people of color and ask Mm -hmm. to say, you know, we're doing this, we're doing that. And so the decision makers sometimes don't understand why it's important to have a multicultural campaign versus a general market campaign. So those are still some obstacles that we're trying to get over um, slowly but surely. But hopefully I've got a new model. So I took two years off from print. Mm -hmm. Hopefully have a new model to introduce an annual global issue. Okay. Um, Doing a variety of different platforms, but it's online. It's going to be in print. So, you know, just tweaking it a little bit. Um, And I think some it, it, as times change and models change and companies change, hopefully that will be a good model that will be very receptive. So You bring up such a good point in that, you know, it's kind of like I, I equate it to the college student. And I just had this conversation with someone this week. The college student that gets out of school that is looking for a job that... The employers are telling me I don't have enough experience, but how am I supposed to get the experience if, if you don't hire me, right? <laughs> right. It's the same thing with the, the advertising and growing, right? Mm-hmm. It's like advertisers are telling you you're not large enough, but how am I going to get large if I don't get those platforms, right. right? you know? And so, it, family, I just want you right now, go to CuisineNoirMag.com <laughs> and subscribe yes. so we can grow yeah. this, yes. you know, you. so that, that, that they can get what they they need in order to expand their reach. It, it really you. is important information. But I just, it's just, it hearing that, and, and it happens everywhere in a lot of different things. It's like you need to gain experience, but right. no one will give you the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Right. So we have to do this grassroots growing it naturally. Right. And yeah. it's things like this. It's following them on social media. It's subscribing to the online magazine and supporting however you can the events and the vendors that they um, or that the restaurants and things that they highlight and letting them know I saw this on Cuisine Noir. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We got to we got to do more to lift each other up so that we can get those dollars that some of the other folks are getting that we you know to help us to grow our business as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Collective economics. That's right. That's right. Yes. Family again. (laughs) There is I just I'm clicking on the, the the website as we're talking and restaurant uh, week events all kinds of good information again on the site so make sure you check it out there is a beer bourbon and barbecue festival happening in Brooklyn today <laughs> Ooh, I wish I was there right now so Cynthia the artisan poor. poor how did you even you know you were saying you're in your second chapter and you know there were a few things that were happening that led you to this. But tell us a little bit more about the artists and poor. Well, I, I, will, I will start about 14 years ago when I became um, aware that there was a black wine community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so at that point, I sat there at that symposium and I said to myself, I want to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to invest in a vineyard. I mean, I had no idea, right? Mm-hmm. It was so mm-hmm. new to me. Yeah. So here we are 15 years later and uh, have understanding 
grassroots, mm -hmm. okay, that you spoke about that earlier, mm -hmm. understanding grassroots and, and movement and, and, and educating and increasing knowledge of something that our community does not know about, mm -hmm. that was my motivation. I, I wanted to uh, create space for the average person to engage with, with an industry that has roots of elitism, mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. inclusive. Yeah. Uh, and so I wanted to create a comfortable experience for them. Mm -hmm. it, it, that's how I came into it, right? Mm -hmm. So I wanted to duplicate that. So the Artisan Poor was birthed out of that desire mm -hmm. to educate and, and bring that experience to, to grassroots average people. Okay. And again, it was, you know, definitely wanting to raise the awareness and of, of the black winemakers product, yeah. which is great. Mm -hmm. It's good. Awesome. I, I love looking uh, when you, when I'm in conversation with a an experienced wine connoisseur mm -hmm. and I ask them this question. Can you name five black winemakers? They look at me like, uh, really? You, are there any? Yeah. Is right. it good wine? Is it? You know, mm. and then to let them know there is over 100 and increasing right. uh, black winemakers with 1% of them as is black or black women. Mm. So it, it's uh, this. I am here doing what I do because I feel it is relevant and necessary that we engage and, and come together. You, you brought up something really interesting. You said that um, when you talk to people. They say, first of all, are there that many black women? Well, it's the look on their face that speaks right? louder than their words, actually. But then the other thing that really kind of just is tugging at my heart is the stigma around are the black wines as good? Right. Is it good? Yep. You know. Yeah. Yep. No, they ain't twist tops. Look, I'm just, <laughs> you know, they are actually, and nothing wrong with the twist top wines, but you know what I mean? Like, you know, people think, oh, well. If it's a black winery, either they have a white underwriter or they're not going to be as quality, you know, as much of a quality wine as some of the others. I, I, I've heard that one as well. You know, and I have to say, sometimes I, I'm thinking, why wouldn't we be creating right. wine? We, we're owning farms and right. we're, we're farming. We, right. right. We are why farmers we at heart. Right. <laughs> right. Why would yeah. we be involved in the wine industry? Right. Exactly. Right. We're involved in everything else. We yes. put a man on the moon. We did, you know. Right. Why wouldn't exactly. we be winemakers? But maybe it goes back to that whole, when we think wine, we think elite. Mm -hmm. it, it, it does. You know? It does. And maybe that's what it is, is that we... I, don't you know, know, there's intimidation. You walk into this winery, and if I don't have a knowledge of the the taste and what it right. should look like, and the swirl, the those five oh, S's, right, wine, right. You know, in speaking with your intern this morning, it's you know she said you know she had I don't like this kind. You don't know, right? Yet, right. We all have that whole experience right. of tasting mm -hmm. is. Don't yuck my yum, right? Mm. It's like what's that? <laughs> it, it may taste, that's right. That's a new one. That's right. <laughs> yeah, if it, it may taste taste good to you, but it doesn't taste good, and so it's because of the physicalities the yeah. of our tongue right. and all those taste buds, right? Yeah. So this this to have an experience where it's comfortable, yeah, and you're able to try different ones, having the courage to step out and try right. uh, and explore different wines. That's 
what breaks down that. Yeah, that, absolutely. Because you know, all yeah. Chardonnays are not the same. That's right. Yeah, Armor Lows That's are not right. the same. So yeah. don't say you don't like necessarily that particular grape right. or whatever, but maybe it's that brand that's not. Their style of mixing or have blending or whatever is just, you know, try another one. It's right. an art. The, it's a science. Yeah. The the creation of wine is a science. I'm finding as I meet uh, some of the, the winemakers, the Kenyan American, mm-hmm. Wachira, she's a nurse. Mm-hmm. You know, so it is a science right. they do they work the chemistry of this mm-hmm. so it is a grape can produce a lot of varieties exactly. the same grape yeah can produce very many varieties. interesting yeah. so i'm going to i i wouldn't say i was a top level wine connoisseur but i know i like i can't pick out the cherry from the apple wood like i i don't have that palette yet mm-hmm. but if someone is interested in really enjoying wine not just drinking it to just because it's the thing to do mm-hmm. but really enjoying wine what are some of those tips and i know cynthia you have the the five basic steps in wine tasting. So tell us about that. Help and, and me out, Sheree. <laughs> <I'll, I'll laughs> Go ahead. You see, mm-hmm. you smell, see, uh, see smell, swirl, swirl mm-hmm. because it brings a different aroma mm-hmm. once it, Open it you know, up. opens mm-hmm. it up mm-hmm. okay. and sipping. So let's start from the beginning, the see, see. Okay. You know. Most, you know, they, they hold it up if it's not cloudy. Right. Speak into this too, Sheree. Because <laughs> yeah. you come, uh, if it's not cloudy, it's it's not exactly. a good thing if it's cloudy. Right. Mm-hmm. Holding your glass up to look through. Uh, smelling tilting it a little bit. Just a little bit. Just do a little exam. But yeah. Right. T- tilting the glass. Just a little tilting. bit. So you're tilting seeing a little bit. how, you know, looking at what the wine looks like. You see if you can see any sediment or anything in there. Okay. So you don't really look at I have seen that before. Yeah. Okay. Right. There's all no right. corkage that came in, you know, all yeah. that. Right. So I'm seeing my wine. You see. After you see it's it. poured. Right. I'm taking a look at it. I'm looking to see Tilting what... your glass a little bit. Okay. And, and looking, I think there's a little rim around right. it. That, right. mm-hmm. that's the legs of it. The legs mm-hmm. of it. Once, so once you sm- you smell, they, and, and I'm so I, I'm told, really stick your nose down in that glass to see if you can smell. I, too, Miss Wanda, cannot distinguish all of those cherries, yeah. raspberries. Tobacco. Mm-hmm. Tobacco. Yeah. You know, but you, you get a smell of it. And then you swirl it. And then you spoke about legs earlier. So mm-hmm. that the legs represent the alcohol content. Am I correct? Yeah. You know, swirling. And, and then sipping. And I will tell you, you know, it's really based on your own experience right. of it. Okay. You, 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 go ahead. But I was going to say, don't, I wouldn't say, don't feel that you have to do all. You don't have you to do it. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. You don't. Right. 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 I mean, yeah. that's right. kind of a pretentious right. way to right. show your experience exactly. with this. But, yeah. but, but as I, mean, I, but as I, you know, start to taste, I really do, again, want to enjoy right. a good yes. bottle. And I want to know what it is I'm looking for, right, to judge before I even taste it like I want to know what are you those things you know who things? does a good experience is Lloyd Davis at Corner 103 he's in oh, Sonoma okay yeah. um, and he walks you through one and so it's where you have appointments one on one and he really walks you through the wines he has you taste the wine and then he'll have you taste the food and then he'll have you taste the food and the wine together mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you can and so he's really so when you talk about that Miss Wanda he really is walking 
helping you through how do you pull out some of those flavors mm -hmm. to see what you like. So I definitely would recommend Corner 103 for Sounds that. Sounds like we experience. need a group trip. Yes. We do. We do. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> most definitely. Yeah. Because that, he does a great yeah. job. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I really do want to, uh, as I'm growing older, right. right? I really do want to enjoy a nice bottle. Just, you know, not necessarily with wine, but just eat with wine. After, with food, but mm -hmm. like after work, I want right. to just right. have a nice bottle to relax and really right. I, you know I feel like right now where I am in my wine journey mm -hmm. if you will is I'm hit and miss and this is uh, and I'm going to be 1000% transparent but sometimes if the label's pretty right. I like right. <laughs> you and know you look, and some people pretty look at bottle, the color right? look at the color <laughs> right? or whatever but yes, yes. you're not the only one yeah, yeah. yeah. One. you know there are I will tell you and your listeners there is an app actually we're trying to load it uh, My Vino Type okay yeah that you it's about 10 questions no more that ask you questions do you like black coffee mm -hmm. with creamer or not mm. if you go through that that survey it sort of can tell you what your venotype mm -hmm. is right mm -hmm. okay okay i'm more linked towards the sweeter the more red the mm -hmm. bolder but it's called my venotype mm -hmm. uh it has i've used it with some of my tap sippers as, mm -hmm. as we're traveling to the bay uh to to figure out what their what their taste bud likes mm -hmm. yeah. and i and i was just thinking I, and i'll throw this offer out to your listeners um so one of our writers uh, the, uh rakea she does our product review she came out with a wine journal and oh, i would oh. recommend oh, right. oh, taking a wine journal with you mm. when you're doing your wine tasting so that you can also write down what you like and what you don't like and so i'll throw this out to your listeners that um two of them who put subject matter wine journal and email you mm -hmm. will i'll mm -hmm. send them i'll send two readers um her wine journal okay oh, all so, right fam yeah. so uh, you email me me at fullcircle975 at gmail.com. Put in the subject line wine journal and two lucky folks will win a wine journal. You will get that sent to you so you can have that with you to start to be able to develop your palate and know what you like yes, um, and key. know what develop kind of kind of um, uh, you know wines that suits you. That's interesting that you said that too because I have, um, so you know Tia my intern, she's a youngster bless her heart my nail tech is also a youngster and, and she was doing my nails this week and she was asking me some really interesting questions about wine some real basic things um, and about tasting and all of that and I noticed that I do have a lot of uh, younger people in my life that are becoming more interested awesome. in really Great. tasting wine, not just drinking wine to be drinking it, but right. really tasting and knowing what that's about and I do you find that, that you're starting to notice that as well? There's always um, new people, you know, the millennials or mm -hmm. whoever that are really getting into it. And one of the things that I recommend is try to go to a different events um, that may be happening. Do they still have the grape symposium? I know the Sacramento had a big grape. Taste uh, of grape or no, the... It, it's something that happens in Midtown. Okay, and, and, and again, going back to our events yes. calendar, we try to, to make sure any wine events that are going on across the country, mm -hmm. we note on our calendar of events 
Um, and then in our weekly news weekend newsletter that will be coming out today, we note those events as well. Mm-hmm. But go to those events because you're meeting with the wine producers so you can ask questions yes. and you can sit there and you can talk to them. And again, you can note what you like and what you don't like yeah. um, in terms of that grape mm-hmm. or, or that brand. I wouldn't say necessarily that grape, but that mm-hmm. brand. That yeah. brand, um, right. So definitely I encourage get out to those wine tastings so you can just get out there. Um, there's one and then you've got your different appellations too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's Lodi that's not too far from here. Yeah. If you go to the visitor center, they have wine. You can do wine tasting in that visitor center right there. Mm-hmm. So then that's an experience. So I would just encourage them to get out, start tasting and just start experiencing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, shout out to Angel, Savina, and Shauna. They took me to Lodi for wine tasting for my birthday just last weekend. We had a great time. But that, you know, something right here in our own backyard. Mm -hmm. And there are some great vineyards here. Um, You know, I went to also in the foothills, like El Dorado area Mm -hmm. um, and other areas. But we talking about our folks right now. So uh, (laughs) I have been to the Brown tasting um, uh, room in Napa. Um, But... Let's talk black wines, black labels, um, because that's what we're trying to promote. And also, like you said, Cynthia, people aren't even aware that there are more than just brown and, you know, a couple of other ones. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of wine labels, black wine labels Mm -hmm. here in California and around the world. I know when I first met Cynthia... I think you were pouring a South African wine, right? Yes. Was yeah. Yes. So yes. how do you how do you even find these these vintners? Well, these these vintners, I will tell you, I've relied on you know going to the events in the Bay Area, okay, uh, Black Vines, uh-huh. Summer Vines, uh-huh. and I've also I was uh, was on your uh, Cuisine Noir mag uh, not too long ago, and you had listed mm-hmm. quite a few of them. I said I haven't heard of them, haven't heard of them, haven't yeah. heard of them. Mm-hmm. So I too am compiling this list because again. What better way to know if you like it if you can taste it first, right? Right, right, right. right, right. You know, and so it's my, my, in my, my goal is to have them at the at the wine tastings that I conduct in and around. So, mm-hmm. so it, it's again, it's exposing, right? It's exposing, right. increasing your knowledge and raising the awareness of who they are. Do you find that the vintners? Um, are more open to communicating with you as people in the industry. Um, you know, sometimes it's you have to go through layers, the the marketing people or whomever. Mm-hmm. But I know I've heard you say on more than one occasion, like you've mentioned people's names. Yes. And it sounds like you have a relationship I'm with developing. them. developing, yes, absolutely. Definitely there are those who are... They, they, the majority of their attention goes to that winemaking, and they're really open. Mm-hmm. I think they're open to coming into the community mm-hmm. and pouring their wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I may, Paula P. Harrell. Yeah, Paula Harrell. Great, fantastic she, wine. she is uh, very well known. She came to my wine crush, and she it was a small, quaint group, and she actually shared, I really enjoyed this intimate setting. Mm-hmm. Right. So they do. They okay. this is their love of what they do. They right. want to get it to the consumer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They want to get it mm-hmm. to that wine drinker and and to be able to share their story of how they got there. Exactly. So, so I I do find I think my uh answer to your question generally I believe they are pre- all pretty open mm-hmm. to connecting right. yeah. to the community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yes. I would say so just 
here in California, in terms of tasting rooms, you have Brown and Napa. Mm-hmm. Then you also have uh, Phil Long and Livermore Longevity. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Very good. Excellent wines. Jay Moss. Jay Moss here in Napa as well. Yeah, Jay Moss and Napa. And then I mentioned um, Lloyd in Sonoma mm-hmm. um, in terms of tasting rooms. And then also I'll be going there on Monday. A gentleman um, opened up the Ethiopian like Tej wine, honey wine, mm. as a tasting room in San Francisco at the Ferry Building. It's oh, called nice. Be Divine. Oh, okay. So I'm going to go taste the wines on Monday there. Okay. Um, so those are just the tasting rooms that yeah, we know right. that you can and, go into. But of mm-hmm. course, you know, you can look and order the wines directly from anybody else that may not have a tasting room, but you still want to okay. to try. So like Paula, she, although she doesn't have a tasting, tasting room, room she, you can still order. Okay. Rashira, that you mentioned yes. earlier. Mm-hmm. Theodora. Yes. What, Theodora? The, She's the in Mendocino. Yes. Um, and she has her annual event that she does, mm-hmm. um, which is usually to. in September. So uh, and Mendocino is a great yeah. one. Yes. And yes. Um, before, um, unfortunately, they had to close. Estrelina was in Mendocino at right. Philo. They their wines were excellent. They had mm. that whole Cole Ranch av- um, aviation. Oh my God, the wines out of there were just amazing. Mm. So if anyone was talking about their Riesling. Uh, you know so Mm -hmm. definitely um, you know so again those are just I'm just thinking off the top of my head who actually have a a tasting room these are black owned family I just want you to know that that there is opportunity right here in our region to be able to taste some black owned wine or wines and many of them, uh, I'll add, is are setting up in restaurants. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you can literally go an hour and a half down the freeway from Sacramento to Oakland and be at their events. Mm-hmm. P. Harrell, Wachira, they, they right. so they, again, you have to know who they are. Yeah. So that you can look into, get on their website mm-hmm. and find out where they're going to be and follow them right. on their their social media. And many of them are are have a format. If you order, you can actually go pick it up. Nice. nice. Their pickup dates mm-hmm. rather than have it shipped. So you mentioned we have to know who they are. Yes. So just Google and we try to make sure that we're coming up to the top black winemakers. Yeah. Yes. And Cuisine Noir yes. should come up. Our listing mm-hmm. should come up. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm just going to say we can go to Cuisine Noir, mm-hmm. find exactly. all the details. Yeah, that's right. We're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, I want to talk about this a decade look at Blacks, because I don't want to just talk about wine. I want to talk about food, wine, and travel, and some of the trendsetters. Right, and that, we haven't even, and we won't, may not be able to talk about this, but don't forget, we're also coming up in the beer industry, and that's a whole oh, other conversation. Mm, really, women are really deep in the beer mm, industry. So that's, I no that's idea. Maybe that's a part two. Yes. Wow. So, and then the next one that I'm looking for is cider. So we've okay. got there's opportunities for us in those two industries right there. All right. Oh, I love it. Yes. More conversation uh, with Vishari Williams. Um, She is the owner and publisher of Cuisine Noir magazine and Cynthia Brooks. She is the founder of the Artisan Poor. Keep it right here, family. We will be right right back. This is Full Circle. I'm your host, Ms. Wanda. We'll be right back. Show your support for the show by liking and sharing our Facebook page at Full Circle 97.5. It's not just talk when you put it into action. Empowering women through conversation with Miss Wanda. Thank you for staying with the program, family. This is Full Circle. I am your host, Miss Wanda. I, you know what? I think I enjoy sometimes the downtime, the commercial breaks, because our conversation <laughs> is so different than what it is on air. But it's still all good, family. You're not missing too much. Uh, but it is some really good conversation. I want to go back into, and if you're just joining us, uh, my guests are Cherie Williams, um, owner of 
and uh, publisher of Cuisine Noir magazine. You can find them online at CuisineNoirMag.com and also Cynthia Brooks, owner of The Artisan Poor. We are talking black wines today, black wine labels. We're talking food, travel, and all things that that we, um, that there's space for us. That mm-hmm. there is space mm-hmm. for us in these industries. We've been concentrating mostly on wines, but I wanted to let you know, fam, that there is space for us in all of these industries. And there are uh, these wonderful wine labels. There are these wonderful black-owned restaurants and travel destinations. And when we do travel, one of the things we want to partake in is the food. And we need to find really good food. And we can go to Cuisine Noir magazine to help us to navigate through our travel journey. So before we went to the break, we talked about, um, we were talking about black wine labels I wanted to kind of just follow up on that conversation because we talked a little bit about um, millennials starting to be in the point where they want to, um, they're starting to kind of hone their skills and wanting to drink and partake in wine a little more. And and V. Cherie came up with a very important question of who's got next? We've got these winemakers now Mm -hmm. that are like Gen Z or Gen X baby boomers. But what's happening to the what's going to happen to the industry in the years to come? Right. And And definitely what we were saying is a lot of the families that you see that are non-black, that's those are family owned businesses. And so the children were raised. If you look at Winty, Carl Winty, who's at the helm of it now, they were raised in that. And so mm-hmm. definitely, you know, some of the, uh, you know, you got Andre Mack with Maison Noir. His sons are young. Mm-hmm. He just opened a new um, uh, rotisserie yeah. and um, charcuterie mm-hmm. bar, wine bar in Brooklyn. His mm-hmm. sons are coming up in the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always say Paul, Paul Charles. Um, his son is coming up. So definitely want to see more of that. But mm-hmm. when you talk about, we were talking and Cynthia was mentioning, you've got all these great schools, whether it be Davis, Sonoma, the Mandavi Center, definitely want to mm-hmm. see more exposed and coming up, whether they're students taking those classes, uh, making sure that everyone where we are as consumers, introducing our kids. We're not saying yeah. we're not advocating for underage drinking, right, right. but at least exposing them there's a career path right ahead of them if they step into it right yeah uh it's not all uh viticulture which is the dirt the turning of the soil and and all of that Mm -hmm. but there are other levels of opportunity for careers right selling the wine Mm -hmm. selling the corks selling the wine barrels yeah yes doing the labels designing the labels designing the labels exactly so the i think our job is to bring it more in conversation as far as when we're talking to our young people yeah. about direction right. of your career mm-hmm. um it's it, you know i and i'm gonna I'm, i have been thought thought about i need to go poor mm-hmm. for someone yeah because that's my education right, right? Mm-hmm. but even opportunity once you're of age and opportunities they are looking for mentors right. mentees mm-hmm. many of them mm-hmm. are looking for mentees they want to share this right. thing that they love yeah that they have been engaged in that's been their uh livelihood right you so, bring up a, a, a sheree brought up a good point in that you know bringing up our families you know within. a lot of the labels are family owned and they are mm-hmm. go back generations mm-hmm. and so you know those 
people that are either pursuing winemaking now um, or that already have established labels. It's like we need to see and get our, our kids involved in making mm-hmm. this a generational thing. Right. Something Part that's going to have some stability. Exactly. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. And we also talked about at the break too is not just, you, you mentioned it, not just the corks or not just the soil, mm-hmm. but producing the corks or being a graphic designer for the labels and things like that. But you mm-hmm. also talked about the science behind science. It too. We have a lot of kids that are out there that love science mm-hmm. and you know this is another application of that is, is being a scientist at the winery helping them to come up with the formulations right as and, well um, and here um, Donna Dojean Jones who owns Dojean Jones wines mm-hmm. um, that you see in Tyler Perry's Nobody's Fool so if okay. you guys remember that movie that's her placement in there she um, graduated from UC Davis and she was the that's second right. African-American woman who mm. has a doctorate and I've not going to get I'm a butcher it so I'm not going to yeah. say it but basically it's studying plants and the disease mm-hmm. behind the plants she's the second black woman in the country to get wow. that degree that's awesome and so from the love of studying the vines and the grapes she went off into creating wine yeah that's amazing so she's the scientist at heart yeah so right in our vicinity right. we have UC Davis mm-hmm. Sonoma State yeah Napa Napa right they there there are classes yeah yeah. available for yeah. you uh, to that you can you can take so it's not just about the front end it's also there's a lot of opportunity for us um, to really get into this industry it's you know it's open and it's ripe for us pun right. intended it is ripe for us <laughs> to come to jump in and yeah. to really start to endeavor into that whole industry whether it's making the wines or something behind the scenes. And I think being encouraged too, because I remember talking to Chef Joe Randall, who was like, you know, up there with Leah Chase and and Patrick Clark. And he was saying that after civil rights, it was like, you know what, we're not in the kitchen anymore. We're doctors, we're lawyers, Mm -hmm. da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. And so, but now everyone's finding, you know, but you know, they're finding their passion. So I say that to say, you know, just parents encouraging their kids that if they want to be creative, yeah. let them be creative. Yeah. You know, you may want them to be that doctor, that dentist, or something more formal with a 401, where you know you're going to get a 401, you're going to be secure. Right. But maybe if that child expresses other interests, then allow for that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I want to switch gears just a little bit because I do want to focus on some of the other parts that Cuisine Noir covers as well. And um, you mentioned, or we we talked a little bit about the top trendsetters and influencers, um, kind of taking a, a look back at who were some of the top uh, food, wine, and travel trendsetters mm-hmm. and influencers of the decade. Can yeah. you tell us a little bit about that? So, you know, I would say definitely who you look at in terms of the realms. You have, you know, definitely in wine, Andre Mack is just huge, huge. in terms of what he's doing and, and just really making wine very approachable mm-hmm. to everyone. Um, it has been great. You know, the McBride sisters have really, in the decade, have just done their thing mm-hmm. and really coming up making it affordable really promoting women in the industry from yes. that diversity mm-hmm. yeah. standpoint yeah and then you're also seeing you know there's a lot of blogs and podcasts out there from people of color who are really stepping into this industry and sharing what they're doing so you've definitely over the last decade have seen a lot whether it's the swirl suite the color of the wine, color of wine. Ex- yes. exactly yeah. you know all of that them is, are really that is bug big 
that is? I think he does a blog. Okay, yes. yes. You know, so you've got yeah. hip-hop and wine. You've got, mm. you know, there's so mm-hmm. many different variations on it and takes on it. So definitely just really coming up and, and putting their stamp and their footprint in the industry has been really great. On the travel side, you know, there's always forever this myth out there that black people don't travel. I don't mm. know where that came from. I don't from. know where that came from. You either. know, we don't <laughs> ski, we don't travel, we uh, don't eat soul food, right. you know, all of those things that we just those are myths that we just really just debunk and just take off, you right. know, blow the lid right. off of. Right. Right. Um, but, you know, you've got like Evie with Nomad uh, Tribe, who Madness, who's just really taking people all over the world mm. and just showing the travel. And, you know, you see that, whether it's Travel Noir, just all these movements of just, you know, black people of color just taking off and traveling the world. And it's such a great thing to see. Um, so, was, And then you got the rise of chefs. So many great chefs around the world that are really doing their things. And I remember, um, and it was here, I'm just saying, you know, I've been to a lot of different events, but I remember doing an event in Sacramento. And someone came up to me, and, and I guess the place is not relevant, but they're like, Cuisine Noir, what is that, soul food? Oh. You know, so then you have to provide that educational piece around that. So, you know, because what we want to do is black chefs are so diverse. If you want to do soul food, do it all day long and be proud. But then, you know, also if you want to put your take on French cuisine, Italian cuisine, Russian cuisine, whatever cuisine you want to do. Right. We're not going to put you in a box Mm -hmm. like some people may do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're here to show your talents and to tell your story. Yeah. That's I love that fact that it's. We're just we're just so talented. Exactly. We have so many different facets, Absolutely. you know. And I love to see people breaking out of that. You talked about travel for instance. There are a lot of uh travel black travel um uh, sites that I tr- uh, follow like on Instagram and stuff and you're right and I see these beautiful black faces in some of the most beautiful places in the world mm-hmm. you know and it just encourages me like right. I have my passport mm-hmm. and I'm just like I'm ready to go right. there right? right you know and it's really about being open right being open to having new experiences whether that's travel mm-hmm. whether that's food whether that's wine it's being open to those new experiences that we have it's to an and I'll share this with you I know my so my nephew, um, you know, following along that track of you're going to go to school, you're going to do da 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 da. Yeah. I remember he came out to California, and I was trying to enroll. I rolled him into a community college, and it didn't work out because he wasn't necessarily, you know, some student college, and that's not his thing. It's he graduated a, mm-hmm. from high school, da da da. So he went back to um, Texas. And um, he started working for the airlines. And one of the things I wanted to do you know, for him, it was I wanted to take my nephew um, niece out of the country, but we chose other things. But I wanted to expose them to travel because I know how yeah. different that is when you're mm-hmm. out of the country versus when you're in it. Yeah. So anyway, he's now working for um, an airline and he's happy. He, Him and his girlfriend just came back from London. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we met up together last year in Barcelona and he's happy doing his thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? me and I'm like baby if you're happy then hey yeah do your thing yeah you know instead if, if working you know at, at behind a desk or whatever if that's not your thing and yeah and you don't want to co- you just do what makes you happy and he's been all over the world and loving it and yeah. I'm so happy for him I'm happy for him too because there is nothing like you know domestic travel is wonderful there are a lot of beautiful places here in in the U.S. that people need to visit because mm-hmm. I think um and I have a friend that said um you know, get to know your homeland first mm-hmm. and then visit. That's a good theory, you know, because there are a lot of places here. But 
there's nothing like leaving the U.S. and experiencing some other things because nine times out of ten, the culture is so different than what we experience here and just having that experience meeting people having conversations i remember i was out of the country one time it's so funny i work for the state Mm -hmm. and i was at a resort out of the country and i'm talking to this group of people and the one of the guys i was talking to he was like oh yeah i work for chp i was like the California Highway Patrol? He's like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what are the odds, right? <laughs> that we are in this whole different mm-hmm. country. And, you know, but it's just meeting different people. Right. And it's funny that, you know, we don't think about, when we go to other cultures, we don't think about people from other cultures coming to these different places, too. So we met, nice. I met people from that were from Germany, nice. that were from all over here. We were congregating, um, you know, in this place. And so it's more than one shared experience. It's not just being out of the country, but now it's meeting people from other places Mm -hmm. and finding out about their, you know, where they're from. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, maybe I want to go visit that place next because now I've met someone and talked about the culture and stuff. Mm -hmm. But there's nothing like traveling either inside or outside the U.S. But get out, get out and do something. And there's so many. We have an article online about different travel hacks that you can do. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when I was in out of the country, Last year, there's a gentleman that I met where they house it around the world. Mm. That's their way of getting their accommodations taken care of. Mm. Um, so you're going to go to France? Who needs? I'm going to be there for a month. Oh, you're going to be out of town or the country? Okay, I'll watch your house. Yeah. You know. And so there's a, a site that you can sign up for that. So there's so you can volunteer somewhere. So mm-hmm. there's so many different hacks that we share yeah. on how to make that I'm happen. I have to write that down for my second chapter. Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> and also there in a lot of countries there are usually some type of expat community too. Correct. So you still yeah. can have that kind of that connection to home mm-hmm. because there are a lot of expatriates that live abroad in other countries as well. So, yeah. Man, this is some good conversation, family. (laughs) If you are just joining us, you can hear the replay on the podcast on Tuesday. But I am having a conversation with Cherie Williams. She is the owner and publisher of Cuisine Noir Magazine. You can find it online at CuisineNoirMag.com. Also with Cynthia Brooks, who is the founder of The Artisan Poor. And we are going to dive into The Artisan Poor when we come back from the break in find out how you can uh, get involved in some of their events Um, so keep it right here fam we'll be right back this is full circle i'm your host miss wanda and uh, stay here we'll be back if you have something to add to the conversation drop us a line at full circle 975 at gmail.com empowering you with knowledge and wisdom this is full circle with miss wanda Welcome back to the program. This is Full Circle. I am your host, Miss Wanda, having a wonderful conversation with my guest, Cherie Williams. She is the owner and publisher of Cuisine Noir Magazine. Again, family, make sure you go to the website, CuisineNoirMag.com. That is C-U-I-S-I-N-E-N-O-I-R-Mag.com. You can get all your info on uh, different topics. There are blogs, there are recipes, there are uh, information on events that are happening. So lots of good information there. And then we have Miss Cynthia Brooks from The Artisan Poor. Tap into the culture of wine. I love that. The Artisan Poor. So you're doing some things around town, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Uh, let's let's talk a little bit about what you do specifically and how you serve. Um, you know what people this, can expect when they come to one of your business. Huh? Yes, 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 yes. Uh, absolutely. I. Um, 
you know, our mainstay of services are setting up in your events, uh, privately, publicly, uh, setting up a mobile bu- mobile wine bar service. Mm. Uh, this gives that opportunity to introduce wines to uh, the consumers. So if um, I'm having a party or a gathering, I can well, ca- call you and you would come out and set up a mobile wine bar? I would. Okay, Actually, family. and I would, you know, I would sit down. I, we would uh, talk about well, your guests. What, what, uh, what is their taste? Mm-hmm. Do, can if you can determine that, and I would bring wines accordingly that would, uh, you know, support that, and and a little out of their taste because mm-hmm. again, it's about exploring new wines, and of course, by black boutique wine that's what i was just gonna say don't forget family it's black wine black boutique winemakers okay those that are general to the general public are not known Mm -hmm. uh not found on those big in the big box stores Mm -hmm. uh but yeah it's giving them some exposure that's what i'd like to represent so yes i i could be booked to come to your your home i i do guided in-home wine tastings Mm. um Bring your friends together, your sisters, and up to 20 people is doable. I like it. And we pair and present the wine and have a good time and learn about them and experience the taste, the smell, and all of that. So uh, I pretty much can customize an experience for you for you and mm-hmm. your group. Mm-hmm. Um, we do travel. I do do some curated traveling to the Bay Area and the surrounding Napa, the wine regions, uh, to take you into experiences in spaces that have uh, about 8 to 10. You can do wine tasting at that point, meeting the winemaker seeing who's the person behind and asking them questions like you'd mentioned earlier. So your excursions are also to black wineries? To events. Yes. Oh, okay, events. Okay. Yes, and to yeah, to events already established or I can customize a an experience with you and your friends. However, Miss Cherie just uh, enlightened me on uh, I I also am able to take us outside of that re- that perspective Mm -hmm. into other wine tasting rooms because there's a need for these wineries to understand we are experienced wine uh drinkers that's Mm -hmm. good we we are we you should be focusing your marketing to us as well Mm -hmm. thank you Yeah. yeah absolutely we so it's it's a again it's about exposing it's about informing us as well as this industry right Absolutely. We want to change the face of what it looks like from their perspective. Exactly. Going back to who is today's wine consumer, and yeah. I think that needs to be redefined from what it was. I like it. I exactly. Like it. So, so yes, uh, the, I am reachable uh, at uh, on all the social medias, the artisan poor, mm-hmm. and I'm able to, yeah, would love to come out. I do have, beginning this year, I have set my schedule to where I am certain places, Every month, Wine Crush Wednesday is a, I started mid-2019, so I'm now going to be located in Oak Park uh, every third Wednesday. Uh, Florence Square, I'm partnering with partnering with a business there at the Florence Square, uh, and we will be doing 
I think third Fridays are of course and then maybe even presents mm-hmm. at the African marketplace okay. on the third Saturday. So I'm I'm looking to take myself in the different parts of Sacramento. Okay. Uh, because again, that increases uh, awareness. It it makes it a more comfortable setting for most of us and that's my goal. Okay. I, I know you're out doing a lot of things. You have a, a calendar of things that you're doing for 2020. Um, the dub, uh, the, the uh, Pain yes. and Vibe at Dub Plate Kitchen, yes. which is a fairly new Jamaican restaurant yes, family. Is. For those of you that don't know, I haven't tried it yet, so I'm looking forward to trying yeah. it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you are going to be there um, on the 26th I doing am. a Paint and Vibe. A Paint and Vibe. I've partnered it. with, and I do partnering with uh, with uh, artists. Okay. And met her. She was excited about what I did. We came together again, collaboration, partnership. Right. And I'll be present at her event on the 26th. You want me to give some dates? Yes, absolutely. Uh, so on the 26th at 1130 at Dub Plate Kitchen Jamaican Cuisine. Uh, on the 19th, 7 to 9 at Classy Hippie Tea. Now you'll be doing what there? I will be doing a wine tasting okay. uh, event. Okay. So they'll be able to come in and uh, taste. black owned as well? The Classy Hippie? Yes, yes it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Classy Hippie Tea is black owned. And uh, all things literacy, I think you know uh, Miss Dana. Absolutely. So she has a bookstore at the Florence Square and she is. we are excited about coming together this year mm-hmm. to be present at her at her uh, business. Okay. Uh, so I, uh, in addition to these, I you tell me where you want to be. I, I do want to add to your, for your listeners, I think our uh, I've worked nonprofit for several years and I really believe in supporting and they have to do fundraising. Mm-hmm. So there's an opportunity to use this wine tasting thing to support your fundraising okay. efforts. All right. I like you that. know, it's a great backdrop. Adds a little enhance to the chicken dinner. No, I'm just kidding. Or team building, right? <laughs> right. Or, or team, team building. building. Or yeah. team building experience. So uh, I am. I say if if it's something that is intriguing to you, please reach out to me on on all of my platforms, the artists and poor. Uh, and I would love to talk with you about how we could work together. Let's talk a little bit more about this Wine Crush Wednesday. Okay. So that is, that's going to be at Classy Hippie. Is that where yes, you're? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes. And so that's just anybody. It's open to the public. It we is can open come to in. the public. You can come in. You uh, are able to experience about four to five varietals of wine. Uh, I The fact that I'll be there on a regular basis, I may be coupling it with bringing someone in talking about maybe a black chef, Mm -hmm. maybe someone talking about travel, love Mm -hmm. it, Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe having someone talk about self-care. So it's a place, it's a gathering, it's a a stoop, if you will, that you can come and sip and learn and be educated and informed. Okay. About many things. That is the artist and poor on social media. So you yes. can find Cynthia at the artist and poor. Are you on? I know you're on Facebook. Are you on Instagram as well? I am. Okay. Yes, artist and poor. Okay. Uh, apologize. The website is under construction. I'm resetting okay. for this year. All right. But it will be back up. You'll find me at soulforceenterprise.com. Okay. Uh, but yes, definitely you you can follow me and find out where I'm going to be. We have kicked up that that activity so that you are aware of where we are okay do you have any excursions planned for 2020 yet i actually do okay i actually do i'm definitely in uh february it's an annual excursion we go to oakland 
to Black Vines uh, in August. We'll be at Summer Vines in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do usually attend Theopolis Vineyards Harvest Party, which is in September. Okay. And Jay Moss does his bottle release party in October. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, And I would also like to mention the uh, Association of African American Vintners Symposium, mm-hmm. which is happening in June okay. in Livermore. Nice. So we are. Uh, we will. If you would like to go, want more information about that, please reach out to me. I am looking to take groups. I do work with black-owned transportation companies. All right. Uh, and so the the experience is is grand. It's kind of at least the first two that I mentioned. You have an op- opportunity to be in the space mm-hmm. with about eight to ten. They usually have mm-hmm. of uh, winemakers. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's what better way? And to I want to add one, maybe Please. one event to put on your calendar. Please. Going back to uh, just showing diversity among the consumer mm-hmm. is Taste of Mendocino, and I can let you know when that's yes. going to be in San Francisco. Theodora is always there because um, she's the only black winemaker in Mendocino County. But it, the wines are great, and it'd be a good time absolutely. Just to That'd be that. a great place yeah. to mm-hmm. have a gathering, Miss Wanda, exactly. yeah. for us to San go. Francisco. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, those day trips are, you know, in the experience, the drive, the ride up, not the drive, uh, <laughs> is an opportunity for us to network. Yeah. To share what we're doing, what we do, how, why we're doing it, and, fi- and meet new people. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'm trying to hit all those points. Yeah. And I, our community. I, I do like the point that Cherie made about not just, and we definitely want to support black Absolutely. labels, Absolutely. but also Absolutely. letting those non-black labels know no. That, we're that in the we house. are in the house. <laughs> we are. That we are absolutely wine consumers as well. Exactly. And that yes. we have a presence in this industry as consumers. Exactly. Right. So I think it's really. I like that. You know, I've been so focused on that, but that is a really great no. Point. I I, I want to reiterate mm-hmm. the uh, to expose expand our presence right. in their in their space. Yeah. Uh, is key because at that point it's the exchange of familiarity yes. that will cause them to market yes. to us uh, and uh, to know that we are we're a force. Yep. We are a force. We are mighty consumers. Oh, right? yes. Exactly. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And we have the disposable month dollar. That's right. Yeah, we have disposable. To do that. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, you know, we've talked so much about wine and food and all that um, really good, important <laughs> stuff. But I want to talk about, because something that Cherie said at the very beginning of the show, and I wanted to make sure that I um, we talked a little bit about that. We're all three very busy business women. Mm-hmm. And Cherie said something in her email that I wanted to make sure that I I, I quote. She said, the year 2020 is really a year of clear vision and new beginnings. Mm. And so I know you have got the... Uh, reintroducing the... uh, The The print. The print Mm -hmm. magazine. Yes. Um, And you've got so many things going on and you talk about... I mean, just at the break, you're like, I went to this and I'm going to this and I attended this and and all these things. But you mentioned self-care at the very top of the episode. What does self-care look like for you? So I would say, um, you know, getting everything going, you're just going, going, going. You're focused on getting there. And along the way, you know, sometimes you just... Not that you let yourself go, but sometimes it is just, you know, you look, sometimes you look in the mirror um, and it's like, what happened? You know, right? I used to, it was Nail Sunday. It uh-huh. was Bath <laughs> Wednesday. You right? know, what happened to all of that? And yeah. so 
like I was saying, I would say over the last five years, I struggled with some burnout and just I seemed like I was working, working, working and, and not, you know, having fun. And so I had to really step back. And one of the things that I think was really helpful for me was working with um, a life coach. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And she's really over the last two years, the work that we've been doing is really helping me to refocus. So mm-hmm. when 2020 mm-hmm. came, you know, in the beginning, I didn't really think about that. I just thought about it as a new year, but I didn't think about it from a new decade standpoint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I said, you know what? things she's like the, the work that you've been doing you're ready for this mm-hmm. because now I'm seeing things clearly I know that like I said I went to a movie last night took mm-hmm. a break and I wasn't worried about who was emailing me mm-hmm. or anything and and just setting those boundaries yeah. you know I was like if you email me I'm gonna email you right back not right. that I'm not but you know what I've, I've, I've got to stay focused That's I got right. this deadline to do so mm-hmm. it's really just listening to me and I think I had shared with you before mm-hmm. um just you know my own situation of dealing with just women's health issues Mm -hmm. um and then just being able to get some resolve last year just really just like you know try being an entrepreneur owning a business and being a woman and what we got to go through you know and so that was like self-care i had to take care of too so i'm really so looking at what does that look like it's is it a massage you know rewarding Mm -hmm. yourself right so i'm Mm -hmm. working hard and then i'm going to the south beach food and wine festival at the end of february Mm. and my Miami. So I'm like, okay, that's that's what I'm working up toward. Mm-hmm. Because when I'm there, mm-hmm. I just want to be beach, food, and fun. Right. You know? Right. And so just looking at those points where it's like, work up to this point, and then reward yourself. Mm-hmm. Work up to mm-hmm. this point, mm-hmm. reward yourself. But then doing those little things, walking, exercise. I got off my fitness routine, getting back on that, mm-hmm. cooking when I can. So all of that now has come back into focus for me. Okay. I, just want a side note before we go to how what self-care looks like for you, Cynthia, okay. is when you mentioned the South Beach Wine and Food Festival, how does one become, uh, start to get, break into that industry of maybe critiquing food or blogging about food? Mm-hmm. How does one get into that? start to get into that world or that industry? Well, I would say definitely if you have a passion for it, then create your platforms, right? So whether now it's social media, setting up your blog or however you want to set it, and then just start doing your thing to start making yourself known Mm -hmm. um, and getting Mm -hmm. out there and then just networking, um, reaching out um, to various organizations, Mm -hmm. to what's going on and saying, you know what, I'm, you know, Wanda with Wanda Eats and Mm -hmm. I would love to come and showcase your restaurant or whatever. So it's really just what do you want to do having the vision for you know what you your business and what you're doing and then just going out there for it so okay all right mm-hmm. so just establish your platform right be consistent mm-hmm. about what you're doing right. and st- attend events get your name out there right okay. and I, you know and for me you know it since i'm you know have experience and uh, being a publicist of course i know how to to sort of mm-hmm. network and get into all of those places as well so that definitely helps too okay. so I haven't worked in that in that part of. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Because I know we get. um, I have a a friend that is a a a social media influencer on on a large scale, Mm -hmm. and uh, I get that question all the time of how do I get into these different industries, and and I would imagine that that's a place that people that are foodies or that really love to blog write. That's a good marriage of the two. You know, of going to these events. I mean, you've got Mm -hmm. the events that are happening around here, but you've got like Eat Drink SF. Mm -hmm. You know, San Francisco is a big hub for all of those events just to see what's going on and who's doing what. 
So. And you know, another tip that I just thought about is go to those restaurant weeks exactly. and start to blog yep. about that. You know, restaurant week exactly. in Sacramento, just I think it just finished. Um, usually I catch it, but I know that there's one coming up. I saw it on your um, calendar coming up in Oakland, January 9th through 20th. Yes. So go to those type of events. We have the Farm to Fork mm-hmm. uh, Festival that happens in the late summer, early uh, fall. You know, start going to those events and blogging and taking pictures and start writing about your experience that exactly. will get the... Create the, your voice right. and what perspective you're coming with. And yeah. that's what's going to set you apart from others. Absolutely. All right, Miss Cynthia, what does self-care look like for you? You are entering this next <laughs> chapter, ma'am. Yes, yes. What does that look like I'm for you? I'm on the runway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my, the runway. <laughs> you know, that this journey has um, of, of wellness self-care, wellness, health. Uh, I've kicked it up in 2020, uh, actually during the last quarter of 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it bec- it's become quite uh, evident to me. I have plans. I have to be places and do things, and I have decided I'm not going to take unhealthiness with me. Okay. Right? Okay. So, for, my first, for me, it was setting a a identifying the reason why mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I need to be fully healthy and well, and and beginning that journey, uh, I had I'm a very diligent and will a routine and keep my commitments mm-hmm. type person. That mm-hmm. that's not the hard thing for me, mm-hmm. but I needed to set them. So setting those goals and your why. Mm-hmm of why you need to get it together. Yeah. You know, right? And and constantly uh, those affirmations. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be conscious mm-hmm. of what I put in my body. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be conscious of how I how much rest I get or mm-hmm. don't get, mm-hmm. right? So making whatever those challenges are uh, into affirmations. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Right? And and every morning every morning reminding yourself of that and talking to yourself mm-hmm. in the mirror yep. as you're getting ready mirror, stickers right. stickers mm-hmm. everywhere mm-hmm. but i i'd say that the key for me is determining my why i'm i must do this mm-hmm. i have three wonderful granddaughters that i want to be around for for mm-hmm. a long time mm-hmm. and i don't and i want to be actively with them mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So, uh, going to introduce them to wine. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Teach them about wine. Right. right. (laughs) They're my pores. You know, because I can't be everywhere all the time. Right. I mean, and and quite literally, I said I can't take this twenty, thirty pounds with me. It's in the way. Mm -hmm. It's in the way. Mm -hmm. So I've said no more. Um, But self care, you know, there's there's a need to be able to have that circle of people around you that you can be perfectly frank with mm-hmm. that you expect them to be frank with you tell me you know and at this point it's it's my oldest daughter we are like excavating our our relationship <laughs> mm-hmm. we're in deep deep mm-hmm. excavation mm-hmm. but being able to uh stop and reflect and sometimes being close to people in proximity as well as in uh, relationship will give you a good look at yourself if you stop mm-hmm. to take a look at yourself and why did was that a trigger why was that a trigger for me yeah so so it the assessment is what's I think inventory and mm-hmm. assessment okay. understanding your why mm-hmm. 
taking inventory and assess mm-hmm. am i healthy in all these places yeah am, am i am i in a good headspace mm-hmm. yeah right i i'm, I'm going to be perfectly honest with myself i will tell on myself mm-hmm. before you have to tell me myself. <laughs> well, yeah. that's my intent yeah, yeah. i intend to do that yeah. and it's in that the courage of that take having the courage to do that mm-hmm. is a lot but i'll tell you it, as fearful as that process is once you cross over that Jordan to that space, mm-hmm. it's freedom. Mm. Mm, that's good. It's freedom. That's mm-hmm. good. It's like, ha, <laughs> transparency, what? Right. What can you do? Exactly. What, so what, what, yep. what, what can come at this point? Yeah. So uh, knowing the why, you want to get it together in whatever mm-hmm. challenge area you have, mm-hmm. and then truly taking the moment to assess really you, you you can't go anywhere until you recognize where you are yeah yeah so the inventory the assessment and and the courage and and, and in many cases you might need that support mm-hmm. to through a life coach or yeah. through a without being in crisis you mm-hmm. might be need to go see and talk to someone right. yeah yeah right so, yeah, the Sankofa, yeah, Sankofa. Exactly. Knowing where you came from in order to know where you're going. Exactly. Right? Yep. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. This has been a wonderful conversation. Before we end, though, I have to thank Miss Cynthia for bringing my bottle of <laughs> McBride Sisters Rosé. It is called Black Girl Magic Rosé. Can we just tell the family a little bit about McBride Sisters? I remember hearing about them on Oprah, I think, when they first met up. Mm-hmm. After their father passed, yeah. Yes. After their yes. father passed, yeah. can you guys talk about the McBride sisters, a black-owned wine label family? Tell talk Two a little sisters, bit about that. Andrea and Andrea and Robin and Robin and Robin yes. was raised in Monterey. Andrea was raised in New, New Zealand, New Zealand, mm-hmm. and right. they didn't know of each other. And so, until their father passed away, I think about 1997, mm-hmm. um, and they met up, um, and they both didn't realize that they, they both this, were in this, wine, one yes. way or another. Mm-hmm. And then, to work in wine. Yes, yeah. their their story. Her, um, I believe Andrea's uncle, she used to work with her uncle in the vineyard growing mm-hmm. grapes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, Robin had her experience in Monterey. So when they came together and all these commonalities just fell into place. Fell into and, place. They yeah. they have a, I love their website. They are, it is about women's empowerment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is about uh, in, in, uh, engaging in uh, spaces that aren't typically where we are, yes. where we are, right? right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they have, I will tell you, they have a um, a can. Yep. It's she called can. She Can. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. And you, you can find that, may I say? Yes. Uh, at Safeway, I know for sure, is mm-hmm. where you can find that. Oh, nice. Uh, but they are about empowerment. In fact, they, they offer uh, scholarship uh, p- uh, potentially to be able to go through uh, training. Mm-hmm. I, I, for one, am going to, I was a few minutes away from applying. Uh-huh. But I will this year because I want to increase my knowledge, and I know right. they are people that are about raising, uh, you know, empowering you. And so these ladies are, I, I highly respect them. Mm-hmm. I think they probably are the one of the largest online. Uh, one of the largest one producers. Of the, one of them, what, what yeah, producers. Between them and uh, Maison Noir. And Maison Noir. In terms of production of Production. Back. Yeah. And so they. There's one coming up behind. We can't. Well, that, well hey, that, I, I tell you, it's 100, 100 and increasing. No, I mean, in presence. terms of production. production. There's one that's 
going to be that's on the rise. Yeah, that's on the rise. But um, definitely uh, Andrea and Robin, as well as Andre, in terms of producing. Okay. They're right. And there. they're in the Central Valley, right? Are they, they San Louis? They're, oh, they're in Oakland. Oakland. They do have some vineyards down in the uh, the Central Coast. That's, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think they do harvest some mm-hmm. of their. But they're based down there. in Oakland. They're based they, in Oakland. They are. They are. Mm-hmm. Yes. Word. Tasting room or not? I believe they're working on it. They're working right. on it. It's on. It's on the vision board. It's on. It's well, in the parking well. lot. Okay. Hopefully, we'll be out of All the parking right. lot. So, well, yeah. well. Thank you for my so black girl black magic. Black girl magic. She can. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 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 I wanted to definitely shot uh, shot them out because yes. uh, I had no idea about. I mean, I knew they were. Uh, they had a label, but uh-huh. I didn't know that about the empowerment behind that. Yes, so I'm really yes. fascinated to learn more. And myself. that's their third one. They when we first met them, they had Eco Love was mm-hmm. their first one. Okay, um, that was really environmental friendly, which I'm sure all their wines uh-huh. are. And then they had Truve, which was a partnership with Diageo. Okay, and then now they own the Mixed Side. I have got to read your magazine because you know I will be more informed. <laughs> what? Let me just ask you this before we go to. I'm sorry, all these things are just kind of popping up in my head at the last minute. What do you think about celebrities getting into the wine space i know gabrielle <laughs> union has a label i know Dwayne wade has a label i know e40 is into wine yeah. um what do you think about this celebrity getting into this market space the black celebrities you know if they're well one and you know and then john legend is partnering with um Bosse. oh that's right um what can I say? You know, I, Maybe talk about what a winemaker is versus a vintner. True. Mm. True. And, you know, or, or, and I don't and, even know if I... And, and or, I would lose when it means. comes to, like, private labels. Um, I don't even know if I would call them a winemaker. They're just, like, partners with... You know, in, in producing private label mm-hmm. wines. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Do, do they get in there, pick the grapes, or right. really get into the blending? I don't know. Or are you they know just I mean? figureheads? But I don't think there's anything wrong with N- nothing it. Nothing wrong it's, with it, yeah. It's, it's another... Um, what did I say? It's another opportunity... Mm-hmm. In the wine um, industry. In the wine industry. Um but you see who are doing the day-to-day, the hard yeah. work and With, stuff. So it's just a different, it's just different, okay. you know, not good or bad. Yeah, yeah. Just, I guess I, I think any, in, in, correct me if I'm wrong, but any label probably has that person that's the actual testing uh, the wine and the chemistry of it. Right. Every label does. Um, and the, again, going back to the opportunities mm-hmm. in this industry mm-hmm. that are there for those who have different skill sets right. and mm-hmm. and uh, that can really find a place, a role right. in the industry. And so I guess with that, it just depends on how involved they're in in that yeah. process. Yeah. You know what I mean? Are they really doing the blending or just some, you know? So or are they just I, the name on the right, label? Right, right. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I believe E-40 is really involved in mm-hmm. his label. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not sure, you know, so I can't speak yeah. on okay. different, mm-hmm. I know when John Sally had, he was teaming up to do uh, the vegan wine yeah. brand. I think he was more involved in the label. So mm-hmm. it just, it really depends, depends on if it's, you're sort of, like you said, someone's putting their face on, da, 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 or if they're really involved in the day-to-day of yeah. really saying, you know, it's ready to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Either way, it's an opportunity for us, again, it's, to be taken seriously in this space, right, whether they're right, the label exactly. head, because if I hear, because I've heard this, Gabrielle Union has a wine, I'm going to go get it. Right. So that at least will introduce people yep. into yep. this so now, this, this space. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm.
Yeah. Absolutely. All right, fam. So if you want to know more about black wine labels, if you want to know about food, travel, and wine, make sure you go to Cuisine Noir's Facebook page, Instagram at Cuisine Noir, or their website at CuisineNoirMag.com. You can get the information there. Again, follow them, subscribe to their newsletter, um, and follow them on social media so that you can be informed as well. And of course, the artists and poor on instagram and facebook again get all the information for upcoming events for the artists and poor and you can reach out to miss cynthia and she'll come to your house yeah <laughs> she will help you with you know have a private tasting for you and yes. your friends you know if you got a birthday party or something mm. that's like a perfect mm. thing yes. to bring in some black labels that you may not have heard of things not only domestically but also from Mm -hmm. uh, South Africa Mm -hmm. as well or from other parts of the world so family if you are interested in really learning about and increasing your palate or if you just want to have a good bottle of wine every now and then (laughs) support those black labels that are coming up there are more than you may think again go to cuisinenoirmag.com or follow them on Instagram Facebook or Twitter at Cuisine Noir also the Artists and Poor on Instagram and Facebook at the Artists and Poor you can also get information on the um, events Wine Crush Wednesday um, and some of the other places that Miss Cynthia is going to be at to start to expose yourself to black labels. Thank you so much, ladies, Thank for being here. This, this has been a wonderful conversation. Well, it was girl talk over wine, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and when I told someone the other day, I was like, my show is going to be about like wine and food and stuff. And they're like, what are you going to talk about for two hours? And look at how the two hours just I flew know. by. And we can still even talk some more, I right? Do. Like I said, we haven't even touched about beer or right. anything else. So beer, spirits. There nothing. are family. That The point is, is that there are more black people coming into these industries than we may know. Right. right. So again, I want you to also go to CuisineNoirMag.com to find out their local black wine labels here in the Northern California region from Livermore to Napa to other places in between Mm -hmm. Sonoma. So we can really explore. We may want to hit up Miss Cynthia and do an excursion. So it's (laughs) all in the family. Family, thank you so much for joining the program today. This has been Full Circle. I got to give a Shout out to Christine Smith, Mental Health California and Kaiser. We had our first youth um, listening session yesterday um, as a mental health youth listening session um, for some system impacted youth. It was an amazing time. We're headed to Oakland uh, next week and Fresno the week after. It's a partnership between Mental Health California and Kaiser. And we're really actually we're digging down and hearing from system-impacted youth on how we can make change within uh, the systems of juvenile justice and foster care. So again, shout out to Christine Smith and everyone at Mental Health California at Kaiser, uh, Michael Benjamin, uh, Flip Kirby, TJ Marshall, um, Ebony, oh man, Ebony from Stanford Family, uh, Forever Families, um, and everyone that supported last night. Um, Also family, it is Martin Luther King Jr. uh, holiday celebration week. There are many events going on. Make sure you take advantage of that. And I just want to thank you for listening. Again, if you have a comment, question, or whatever, you can always email the show at fullcircle975 at gmail.com or follow me on social media at fullcircle975. If you have a show topic that of interest that you want to hear about or if you know someone that may be a good guest on the show, also family, I'm looking for a couple of guests, so follow me on social media. I'll tell you a little bit more about that. Want to fill out some specialty 
18 months and I'm looking for specific guests. So if you are interested in possibly being a guest, make sure you follow me on social media. Also, every Tuesday, the episode drops. So this show you're hearing right now will drop on your favorite podcasting platform on Tuesday at 12 noon. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast as well. As always, I appreciate you family for listening. Welcome back to you. I missed you, child. (laughs) We will see you next week when my guest will be Mercedes Hogan. And we're going to have a little girl chat. So this is Full Circle. We'll see you next week, family. Have a safe and wonderful weekend. And don't forget, spread love to everyone you meet. Peace. (laughs) This has been Full Circle. Follow our Facebook page at Full Circle 97.5.